A few inches from where I stood, human history ended. The Bronze Age, the Industrial Revolution, the Space Age. Gone. One hundred years ago. One thousand years ago. One million years ago. Ten million years ago. Much of the world looked like this. Sixty million years ago, the creature I was now watching, the shark slowly circling me, looked like this already perfected. In the beginning, all was void, and darkness was upon the waters, ancient before creation itself, the eternal sea. A slick plain like molten glass stretched away to the far horizons, where it seemed to meld upward without boundary into the deep blue sky of outer space. Just arcing out of night, the new sun sent an apricot-colored wash into the moist dawn like watercolor touched to wet paper. Thirty miles at sea, adrift in an open eighteen-foot boat, the world seemed freshly created and miraculous, laden with possibility. Even nowadays, the ocean at first light has that kind of power. The shark angled away, so unhurriedly that I could hardly mark the moment when its shape so startling when it had first appeared, finally vanished. For two hours my drifting boat rode a soft swell, the sea heaving and subsiding as though breathing, and I rising and falling gently as though resting my head on my lover's chest. During that time, the only thing I noticed was that the sun had purged the atmosphere of excess moisture, had sharpened the outline between sea and sky, The sky now seemed a circular curtain around the rim of not planet Earth, but planet ocean. What caught my eye was a faint chevron bulging ever so slightly from that molten, glassy sea, fifty yards from where I sat adrift. As I rose to my feet to study it, the chevron grew to a distinct wake, a wake without a boat. The wake ran along the surface for a few seconds accelerated, and exploded like a revelation. A giant bluefin tuna, among the largest and most magnificent of animals, hung suspended for a long, riveting moment, emblazoned and backlit like a saber-finned warrior from another world, until its six hundred pounds of muscle crashed into the ocean like a boulder falling from the sky. The jagged tear it left in the sea was marked by an emerald patch of fine bubbles rising slowly to the surface until the spot healed, slowly turned blue again, and became indistinguishable. Wind and sea remained kind to me and my small craft for the duration of the morning, and I found my way back over the horizon, through the inlet, and home, without incident. Ashore, the vision of that giant tuna never dissipated. That morning I saw something. Not new. After years of fishing, it was certainly not the first tuna I had seen. But I saw something differently. I saw this fish not as a struggling opponent to the end of a line, not as potential dollars at the fish house, not as a prop against which my sport was framed, not as the prospective evening meal, but as a wild animal, perfect master of its element no less spectacular than a grizzly bear or an eagle. No less spectacular, but perhaps even more venerable. In a world older and more complete than ours,
Henry Beston Road in the outermost house. They move finished and complete.